Episode of Two Dads with Beards podcast. I have a song on the other side. Let's go. What's up, man? How was your July 4th? Uh, I was at work all day. All day. From like 10 to like 10. <laughs> that, was, that was my whole day. I ain't, I ain't give a, I ain't care. Nothing about no, no uh, fireworks. I heard him though. Man, it was it was cool over here. We uh, you know, um, you know, and just so the listeners, uh, so so we can educate the listeners. I'm in Florida. Rasan is in Albany, New York, and mm-hmm. I'm in Tampa, Florida. So, uh, we in, you know, I'm in the South. He's up north. Mm-hmm. But yeah, over here it was. Um, I decided, you know, we decided. To cook some barbecue mm. and then the little hurricane passed through <laughs> like crazy it's that, it's that season again huh yeah and then it just stopped it was like it started raining uh real hard for like a good 20 minutes and then it mm. just stopped and became and it was just hot hot all over again hot like it ain't even rain huh and then we got invited to uh, uh a neighbor's house um, and he did. He he bought like at least the Macy's parade type of fireworks. Like he oh, had like three shit. crates of fireworks, stuff that look illegal. <laughs> See, yeah. I get the good stuff down there. And once he lit, he, once he lit the fireworks up, it was just like he had them all s- synchronized, you know. And uh, it, it just went back to back to back to back to back, and it was just like boom. Boom! It was just getting louder and louder. I'm like, are these illegal? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, is this legal? <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was cool. No. You know, he, he had a nice backyard, and um, and, and it was so, it was a relaxing night though. I, I can't front. Mm. Relaxing night. Uh, and the kids, yeah, the kids cool. had fun. You know, yeah. they was feasting off the food that they was giving out. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, that's Fourth of July hey. is stressful sometimes. So. <laughs> hey, it's different out here compared to when I used to live in New York. You know, mm. what I mean, it, when I used to live in New York, I'm like, okay, I need to hide under the bed. Those straight gunshots. Right. <laughs> fireworks <laughs> and gunshots. They mix fireworks <laughs> and gunshots. M80s. Right. So Brooklyn you know. just Brooklyn just had a shooting. They did. Uh, yeah, they know if it was was gunshots or, or fireworks. I was just reading about that. I'm like, oh, summertime. Everything's starting up. Look. Hey, it's, it's, yeah, it's hot. Mm. Summertime, you got to be careful in the streets. So, two beards, two, two beards, two dads <laughs> with beards podcast, you know, and, and this podcast is going to, you know, is basically going to support the fathers. You know, and the soon to be dads. We're gonna discuss everything everything from parenting, sports, music, jobs, legal issues, child support conflicts, everything whatever. in between. Yeah, yeah. So so my first question to you 
is what is the most important factor that influences a father's knowledge, attitudes, values, and behavior about how to raise and care for his child? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to say, I'd have to say, like raising the child it's kind of like a reflection of yourself it's like who you it's like yeah your representation like like your your little representative right there like your child is 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 like an extension of you and and the the effort and the the persistence that you put forth into it that's what i think makes uh you know makes that being you know a good father yeah i i think i think it's is, is how that child was raised, you know, whether by his parents or mm. another combination of relatives. You know, you always hear fathers say, hey, um, I'm going to raise my child this way because my father wasn't in the picture and I don't want to be, I don't want to be like my dad, mm. you know, or... Mm. Or I see, or I see, you know, my my uncle, or, or you know, my brother, you know. So it's all they, you know, people always see other, you know, they they go by off off of what they saw and their experience, mm-hmm. you know. So that's yeah. I, that's that's how I feel like, you know, the the as far as answering that question, you know, mm-hmm. but. You know, it is in today's world, man. You know, it, the biggest and the greatest thing we can do as fathers is to fix what's broken. Yeah, yeah you know, definitely. You know, broken, hurt, bruised, damaged, yeah. everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, we all experience trauma. We all experience trauma in our lifetime. Yeah. This is how um, you deal with it, right? And our nat- and our natural reaction is to hold it in. Mm-hmm. You know? So, but uh, but I feel like we would treat everyone around us differently, and we will mm-hmm. become someone else, and we will always be, we will always be on guard, so that it won't happen again. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, I understand. So, you know, I mean, I, I feel like uh that those same that same behavior will transition to our kids. Mm. Well, we, we gotta set the example. We gotta set the tone for them. Yeah, so So what what was some of your experience? I mean, cause this far it's crazy because me and you, we had our first kids. Around the, yeah, around the same time, yo. Like a year <laughs> apart, or yeah, I think a year apart or months uh, apart. It was a few months, yeah. A few months apart. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like when when you when you find out about your son and your situation with your your son's mom, you know, what was the first thing that went through your head? Oh shit! I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wasn't ready. Like, like it was a lot. Like I gave up. I gave up a lot at nineteen. So it was it's like my freedom was gone. I ain't, I ain't really had no. I ain't really had no like no like mid teenage years. It was 
like high school and then fatherhood and like I never really transitioned and had that had that 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 fun and that space in between. But but it was rough though. But I, I definitely I definitely accepted the challenge. And I'm 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 glad that I you know that I am you know that I became the father that I am today. Yeah. Now so you, you became a great dad. Um, mm-hmm. Not only you, you like a brother to me. Mm-hmm. So I seen you. I seen you uh, grow up. I seen you struggle. I seen you. I seen you down. I seen you up. Um, you know, in my situation, it was more about. Uh, I, I really didn't. I really didn't know how how to. I was ready. I was always ready to be a dad because I grew up, you know, taking care of my nephews. Mm-hmm. I think the situation I wasn't ready for the situation of I wasn't gonna be with my daughter's mom, mm-hmm. you know, and because we broke it off way before my daughter was born and it wasn't because of my daughter it was because that that chick was crazy but <laughs> you know what i mean we broke it off and then come to find out she was pregnant afterwards uh-huh. you know i was like okay that's not a problem i'm gonna take care of my responsibilities mm-hmm. but i think i wasn't ready for the after effect what was gonna happen yeah. you know, the, the amount of the amount of negativity that was going to come my way because I didn't want to be with that person no more. Mm. You know, she put me through hell. You know what I mean? So, um, I wasn't ready for that. Mm. Yeah, I don't think any fathers, especially after, you know, you break it up, you know, you and the mother don't, uh, you know, aren't together anymore. So, yeah, it's always, it's always a challenge. That I wasn't ready for. I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for 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 dealing with with the negativity and the family backlash, mm. the threats. You know, everything. I went through everything, man. I, I just, oh man, I'm surprised I ain't a drunk right now. <laughs> you know, a drunk in a in a in a. Freaking weed smoker, coke. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, she was something to cope. Like, see, I, I never asked you that. Like, through all of that, like, how did you, how did you end up coping with everything? Because everyone, everyone, you know, um, has like their their vices that they go to when you know, uh, those you know those times get rough. So, what did what did you do to uh, to cope with the situation? That's a great question. I mean, I, I think. Uh, you know, I guess knowing that I was going to try to do whatever I can to be in my daughter's life, and she didn't allow me to. Even we went to court when she was a baby. And and when we went to court and the judge said, hey, I need you to, I just moved to Florida and from New York. And then the judge was like, I need both of you guys to find a job to support this child because the judge saw the receipts that I was paying for everything when I was mm-hmm. living in New York when she was pregnant when she be, when she came out when she was born I was mm-hmm. paying for everything my mother was taking care of her like the judge saw all of that and then um, 
I just moved. I ain't have a job. So the judge was like, I need you to find a job ASAP. He said that to both of us. And then, um, you know, I, I found a job, showed up to court right after. She didn't. Mm-hmm. And the judge dismissed the whole child support situation. And she disappeared. I didn't see her no more after that. I remember that. Like, I was like, okay. So now, I'm young. I'm like, I'm like 21, I think. 20, 21. Around there. And, and I'm just like, you know, I'm in Florida and I'm like, okay. Now, I could go and, and, and get real stupid and ignorant and try to find my daughter and stuff. But then I'm going to just open up a lot of can of worms. Like, I'm going to just open up a lot of doors that I don't want to deal with. Because when I was living in New York and and uh, when I was living in New York and we I was going through everything with her, you know, she was threatening me. She was meeting me at the cash checking spot. You know, in the check cashing spot, uh, she, like she was literally sending people to come meet me and all that, and I'm like, really, for real? And I guess, uh, you know, what 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 kept me sane was just ignoring it. You know, I'm very I'm a very patient dude. Um, at the time, I had a girlfriend that was just basically helping me with the situation and and didn't mm-hmm. let me, you know. Uh, stressed out about it but you know when I moved to Florida you know once the judge dismissed that case she just she disappeared with my daughter now mm-hmm. I could start you know my goal was let me get my life together and then I'll come find my daughter again yeah. uh, I got my life together and then when I try to find my daughter that's when we went to New York. Remember, it was like 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. You know, me, 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 and wifey, we went to your crib. You remember? Uh, yeah, I remember. We drove, and then we drove to New York. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I was excited. You know, I was excited to see my daughter. I was excited to, to hold her. And then. That night, I don't think I don't know if you remember, but that night she was screaming out the window. She was outside screaming at the window. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And we, I was like, oh shit, what, what, what? You know, I didn't know what she was gonna try to do. So you know, first thing mm. in the morning, we just we we bounce. Mm. You know, and then from there, after after that, you know, I try to reach out to her, and she disappeared again. And then I was like, okay, do I really want to keep going through this? You know, I, I know it seems kind of fucked up, but I was just like, you know what? Let me live my life, and then I'm going to revisit this situation again. And when I did, she was nowhere to be found. Her mom didn't know where she was at. Her grandma didn't know where she was at. Her cousin mm-hmm. that I was good friends with, he didn't know where she was at. So I had no contact, you know. And just But just to answer your question, I was just real... I had I was doing so much. I, I was working two jobs. I had a girlfriend. 
mm-hmm. you know, and I, you know, I just had people in my corner that was just like, yo, don't, don't let her get to you. Don't let her get to you. Cause you know, I have people that was like, yo, you want me to take care of that for you? <laughs> you know how dudes <laughs> in New York, you know how dudes <laughs> in New York will, will quick. Uh-huh. Fucking try to and, and and girls in New York would try to jump somebody real quick, <laughs> you know. But um, I I just guess I guess it's my patience. I always been uh, I always been a patient dude, you know. I worked mm-hmm. with foster kids and juveniles for so long, you know. You dealing with 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 kids that curse you out and spit on you and mm-hmm. want to fight you, you know. I did that for fourteen years. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess, you know, just having the ability to be patient and, and just letting things, you know, not phase me and not bother me. I mean, that would really help me throughout that whole situation. But it really, really stressed me out, though. Like, stress is a, stress is a, is a sickness for me now. Like, mm. when I get stressed out, I get sick. Mm. You know, she, she that that situation added that that to me. Like so, when 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 something bad, and I'm stressing out about that, mm. I'm talking about I get sick, throwing up, stomach hurting, vertigo, I'm dizzy, all that. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Yeah, I got to miss work and all that. So, you know that that was the result of that situation right there. Mm. So, yeah, that has some long-term effects on you that that you're still dealing with to this day. Oh yeah, I can't, I can't huh. get, I can't get stressed. If I get stressed, I'm getting sick. You know, mm-hmm. I get, you know, it's like so. I like, I like things to be, to, to be chill, man. I don't, I don't want to, you know, positive positivity is big for me, you know, around. Mm-hmm. So, but I know what you mean, like. People go in the opposite direction sometimes when they uh, when they get stressed out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, it is what it is. We gotta, you know, we gotta go through things in life in order to get stronger and to learn and to learn mm-hmm. what not to do. <laughs> That's true. You know, so so what what is uh what is one of the most helpful tools? As as a father, that you use, that will that have been able to develop your kids to where they at right now. Patience. Like, <laughs> yeah, and that's true. Pa- patience, patience, like just just knowing that, like, because because I, I I'm grown, I grew up with my kids pretty much so it's like you know I was young and I was still growing I still am growing at you know 35 years old but it's like just having patience with them and patience with yourself um because both of y'all pretty much don't know what you're doing and like y'all both got to work together or you know to figure out uh you know to figure out this this whole you know parenting child thing so patience is definitely definitely one thing um that it's one yeah definitely definitely the main thing well one of the main things because like if you don't have patience like you'll you will run yourself crazy because kids will sit there well you know you you have enough <laughs> you know how they do <laughs> yeah yeah so 
I, I always wanted to ask you, you know, with with your daughter's with your daughter's mom, that was like uh, once once you know once you you know once your daughter came into the world, that was like it was over. Yeah, right? I changed my whole perspective on things on life. Just like just like my son, my son was one thing, but like having. Like having see you you've experienced this already. Like like having a daughter that like changed your whole outlook on life and and how you go by and, and go about certain things and it's it's made me like she made me like softer but like tougher at the same time. It's like like there's certain things that that I'll tolerate only from from them, but I won't tolerate it from the rest of the world, and I won't have have them tolerate it either. Like it's it's crazy. Like I was, I'm very protective of uh of my daughter. Well, my son as well too, but my daughter. But your daughter is, yeah, a min, is a mini you, man. She looks exactly uh, like you. Yeah, yeah, she is. I don't know. She, <laughs> like that's that's a, like did she copy my DNA like perfectly? <laughs> it's like she, but that's she a good thing out. though. Uh, Came out but looking she, like a she spent a lot of time with you though because there was a point in in her life that she was with you like every day. Oh yeah, she uh, yeah she ended up um and she ended up living with me at one point, but it wasn't it was it was never like I, I didn't you know I didn't never see my kids as I have them every weekend. Yeah, I was I was that father that had my kids every weekend. I fought for that and I tried to get more time. And, it got to the point where, you know, there's no point in me going to going to court for stuff. I got to start working stuff out with them. And I ended up getting, you know, getting, you know, more visitation. But, you know, whenever they wanted to see me, like it got to the point where, you know, they, they're old enough now to where they, you know, they want to see me. And this is, and I guess that's what, uh. I don't know, like, like the opportunity that, that the certain certain people like don't take, it's like it's gonna be missed because your kids grow up so fast and like certain things that you that you can't go back on, like because it's because it'll be gone. Yeah. You no, know, that's why I'm there for the, you know, for the uh, for all the extracurricular stuff. Like, it's like I'm not just a. Uh, you know, I'm not just the, the the weekend father. Like I'm one call away. You know, like if they need anything during the week, I'm there. Usually, that's, that's, that's when how the call comes Boys, you know, uh, I'm not there for my daughter, and I wish I was. Mm. Um, I try to be there, you know, for my daughter, but that's another episode. Mm. But uh, for my boys, you know. I, I want to be there as much as possible. I don't go out. I don't do nothing. I go to work. I come home. I go to work. I come home. I go to work. I come home. On the weekends, I'm coaching my my middle son. He plays mm-hmm. football. I'm his coach. I've been his coach since he was like two years old playing baseball. You know, my older one, he's in high school now. He just do whatever he want to do as far as what he want to do. He I try to put him in everything. That's one thing as a father. You know, I always try to feed, mm-hmm. feed their 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 appetite. So, like, you know, at one point, my oldest one wanted to do football. I put him in tackle. 
That lasted a week. <laughs> he wanted to do soccer. I put him in soccer. That lasted one game. Uh-huh. You know. Then, then uh, he wanted to do cooking. Um, I took him to cooking classes. Bought him some some cooking books. Bought him some cooking utensils. That stopped. You know. Uh, luckily, he's still I trying to him. find himself. It's gonna be the years where he where he finds himself, and he's gonna get his own. Uh, you know, he's gonna form his own identity, and then he's gonna really know what he wants. I hope so, because I told him. Uh, Senior year, you don't know what you're doing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drive you, and you're going, de- you're going to decide where you want to go: the army, the navy, the the marines, <laughs> or the air force. You decide which one you want to go to, because I'm gonna drive you to one of these officers. Because I told them, you too old for you not to know what you want to do. Mm. Like yo, and not try and, and not to compare. But my my eight year old, soon to be nine, tomorrow uh, on on the ninth, I mean on the ninth, on the sixth of July, you guys might be hearing this episode late after. But you know he's gonna be nine, and he he could give you a list of stuff that he want to do when he grows up. Mm-hmm. You know, football is number one, but then he want to do, you know, a bunch of other things. You know, like he he he's seen. You know, he he has an idea at least. Mm-hmm. You know, my older one, you ask him, and he, I don't know, I don't know. I'm like, dude, look at all the things that you like to do. You like to watch movies, right? Yes. Okay, so why you don't write a movie? You know, do a screenplay. You know, what I mean, something. I don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, you like video games why you don't make a video game go you know learn about coding learn about graphic design I don't know alright cool you hear me like you wanna rap sheesh <laughs> like yo you wanna Just rap you wanna make music? you know what I mean like I get you programs you wanna right. do graphic designs I get you you have a macbook you know what I mean I got you got Photoshop on like you know we we try you know so I told him senior year if he don't know what he want to do I'm gonna drive you to four locations and you decide where you want to go that's gonna be the army the navy the marines or the air force you know what I mean so and because it's like I, I just I just enrolled him and his brother in Boy Scouts. Mm. You know his brother is excited. You know because his, his wilderness and being out there learning how to do archery and you know handling knives and camping and doing a bunch of stuff. His older you know he, my older one is like oh this is boring. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like his first day. His first day in Boy Scouts, uh, they was like, "Okay, today we're gonna learn. To, uh, we're gonna we're gonna use we're gonna utilize knives, machetes, the saw, and some other stuff." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Damn, what a what a hell of a first day! You already you already using tools that you could kill somebody with." They mm-hmm. took him to the woods for an hour and a half. I came back, they in the woods learning how to do stuff and cut things up. You know, 
So, and and I was like, how you like it? I don't know. Did you talk to anybody? No. I'm like, dude, come on, man. Mm. So, I don't know, but, but yeah, but, um, you know, that's, that's, you know, I tried, I tried to, I try to feed his appetite, mm. you know, and I, you know, and as a father, I want to be there for him as much as possible. So I'm going to continue doing what I'll do, mm. you know, but, not doing nothing wrong. I mean, it takes time. Like, yeah. Like certain, I don't know. Like, like speaking speaking from my experience, like like when when I was his age, like I knew what I wanted to get into because I was interested in in such and such. Like, like I wanted to get into music. Like, and eventually I ended up going to school for it. But yeah, you know, some some kids just don't know yet until. But but they'll know. They'll know. Like these these four years of high school, he will figure out who he is and what he wants to be and what he wants to do. It just takes time. You could yeah. be like a late bloomer. Like I didn't, like my son. I didn't know what he was really going to be focused on until uh, this year. So yeah, well, he's going. He's going into a senior year that he wants to get into. Uh, he wants to get into physical therapy and like uh, sports medicine. And I'm like, oh wow, like no idea, because none of the stuff that you did had anything to do with physical therapy. So, but it, you know, he. But finally, that's cool though, because. Mm-hmm. Physical therapy, like he could be a sports doctor, or uh, yeah, that's what that's what he wants. He wants to do like um, like like a physical uh, physical trainer or whatnot. And he want to work for a team, like a, a be be part of a team and, and be. Yeah, like I a, can I can see him doing that. Yeah, you know, like well, you know, make sure that look, uh, Bronny James ain't get hurt, sure. you know I mean? <laughs> and, and then he don't put him. They don't put him out there like they did at Kevin Durant. <laughs> 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 Yeah, <laughs> the Warriors sabotaged him. Yeah, they knew, for he, real. Oh, they, they knew he was leaving anyway, and they was like, "Yeah, go out there and play." <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, man. Go ahead. You ain't gonna play for a whole year once you tore yeah. that kid. <laughs> so. That's crazy. That's that's another episode, though. But <laughs> but, um, but nah, you know what? That that's a cool, a cool, cool, um, a great job. You know, yeah. he's a he's a senior in high school, right? Mm-hmm. I think um, if 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 he want to do like college online, uh, Southern New Hampshire University is a great school for that. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of sports connections. Um, and yeah. and yo, yeah. you know what's ironic? Remember, um, remember when uh, we went to go visit that that school in Albany, uh, Sage? Yeah. That's where he want. That's where he's looking to go to. Uh, Sage College. They got a good uh, physical therapy program. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why you want to stay in state? You don't want to go out explore. Like you don't want to be like your father and and not leave Albany until you're 24, and and had to come back and be, you know, and do what I had to do afterwards. Like you don't want to do that. Like you wanna you wanna go and explore and and and, and find your way because. Like you, because nah, he's gonna explore. Because <clears throat> if if he if he follows up in that career, he's gonna be exploring. You know, what I mean, the amount of teams and and people that would need his his expertise, and they're gonna want him. He's gonna be traveling a lot if if he if he joins a a, a, a school or 
It could be the G League of the NBA. It could be a, a university, like a major university athletic department. Mm-hmm. Like he will be traveling, yeah. so trust me, he will be exploring. You know, let him get his schooling on. Because I always, I always tell my kids, you know, I want them to go out of town for school. But really, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I don't, re- I don't really want them going out of town because I want to know exactly everything they're doing. <laughs> You know what I mean? I want I want to know everything they doing. I, I want to see everything they doing. Matter of fact, I told Jalen, like, hey, you could go play football for, like, the USF. USF got a good football team. You don't need to go because he want to play football for Alabama. I was like, you don't need to. You don't want to play. You don't want to play for Alabama. They got too many. Yeah, I was like, I don't want you out there because, you know, I'm not saying that you're not. You good. You are great for your age. But, uh, Imagine you playing for a team that is not that good, but you good. So you stand out better. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, you play for the local team, you can stay in the house. You know what I mean? As long as you follow rules and stuff, you can take some of your tuition and give me some of your tuition money. You know, so like, you know, pay rent and shit. But, you know, but yeah, I really don't want them going out of town because that. I won't be able to sleep as a parent. I'm too paranoid for that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's crazy oh, in this world now. Like it's it's not like how it was before, man. Florida, crazy, Florida, yo. <laughs> it's crazy everywhere, man. Like it, man. Crazy like, people to, from the Bronx in Florida, yo. That's true. <laughs> you, you, imagine, imagine going to Alabama. Ain't nothing in Alabama but Alabama University. So. Um, what, what you go, what you gonna do when 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 school is out? Uh, you gonna go around and get get some girls pregnant? Nah, man, we good. <laughs> Alabama, shit, shit, good luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yo, he may have one of them Jesus. There. Yo, he must. Have, he might have one of those Jesus Shuttlesworth situations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it might be some girl trying to set him up, man. Yeah, man. I, I'm just, I'm just very paranoid. Just, just. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that's that that parental paranoia that comes yeah. and goes. So you know, I I'd rather I rather him go to school locally, and then you know I I keep an eye on him. But mm-hmm. um, you know, it's almost that time, and I want to leave everybody for with with this right here. You know, for researching purposes, research the drama triangle and healing triangle and this right here healing is isn't easy but it's a necessary it's a necessity for you your spouse your children family and friends we just gotta accept that it's okay to be different and you know you guys could you know thanks if you if you listening you know two dads with beers podcast there is a facebook group page um where there's a bunch of fathers in there great guys leaving questions answering questions engaging content you know you guys can be part of the group leave questions in there we can answer it on the podcast um this podcast will be broadcasted every friday at 9 p.m this podcast will be uh uh will be all over itunes spotify everywhere so you know um, the local bodega. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. The corner shop. So, you know tell, tell I mean? Poppy turn the radio up, poor Pablo. 
You know, the Habib spot, you know what I mean? The barbershop, all that. Get your, get your chopped cheese. Get your chopped cheese in your, in your, in your podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we just we just two fathers trying to talk about life as dads, as as I come up. And, and just, we also going to have special guests. We have a lot of special guests queued up that's ready to get on the air and, and speak about their experiences as dads. And we got some also special guests that's not going to talk about fatherhood, but it's going to also talk about, you know, uh, uh, working in this in this world as a minority. Uh, and uh, uh, we go, we got people in the music industry, in the entertainment industry, and just we're going to have so many guests out here that's going to be on this podcast. So it's, it's going to be a good show. Uh, hope you enjoy the first episode. Um, I'm Orlando, my brother over there, Rasan. Yeah, man. We out. Two dads yeah. with beards podcast, man. Shave All them right. beards. Nah, keep <laughs> them beards. I like my beard. Well, that hardened that beard. Sure. Nah, I ain't going that far. I don't like having food in my beard. Oh, uh, no, right. <laughs> I give the little LeBron James beard where it's real spotty. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So it got a little nice. Anyways. We gotta go, man. <laughs> He's yeah. out. Oh, man. Oh, man.